Hi, I'm Keith, and this is my dad, Kerwin. We're going to talk about Skywalker Ranch. Why was it created? What is there to see and do? And when are we leaving? <laughs> we have never actually been there, but we do know someone who has. Disney veteran Mark Daniel. He'll take us on a tour of the psychotic place on this episode of Father Side Galaxy. the original success with the first Star Wars, which is now called A New Hope, in 1977, George Lucas used some of the money earned from the film to create Skywalker Ranch, which is a place where filmmakers can gather and share ideas. So it's 6,000 acres north of San Francisco. It's home to Skywalker Sound, which is a state-of-the-art recording studio, and fun Easter egg actually the logo that was used to base Ezra's logo on the back of his jacket. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Okay. And then it also has a 26-acre vineyard, a 7-acre olive tree grove, bee colonies that produce the honey on the ranch, an animal farm, organic gardens, a Victorian-style maid house, a movie theater, and a fire department. Wow, that's, that's awesome. So our guests recently returned from Skywalker Ranch. Mark Daniel is an Emmy award-winning host, MC, actor, and comedian. He has hosted or moderated events for Disney, ABC, and Lucasfilm. He has headlined Bonkers Comedy, Tampa Improv, Orlando Improv. Mark, welcome back to Father Sunday. <laughs> Thank you so much. Hello, Keith, and hello, Kerwin. It's an honor to be, I guess, back on yes. Father Son of Star Wars podcast. I'm a little nervous now because I've seen the guests you've had on the past, and Wow, I'm honored that you asked me back. Yeah, yeah, you were our first guest last <laughs> year, so we definitely needed to have you back. So thank you, and we miss seeing you at uh, Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, but yeah, I know that was your first celebration ever. I, I would have been so if I could have made it, it would have been so awesome to see you and kind of show you around for your first ever Star Wars Celebration. I know you've watched the live streams before, but, uh, yes, but being know, there, what was it like? How did it feel walking in and seeing all those fellow Star Wars fans? Epic. And, you know, hopefully we'll see you in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Look at the wink. Oh, yeah. Keith, Keith keeps telling everyone that we're going to celebrate. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. But we'll He's still winking. He's still yeah. winking. That's right. That's right. Anything can happen between now and then, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Skywalker Ranch. So you were there in July. Was that the 4th of July weekend you were there? Yes, the 4th of July weekend. Uh, what okay. they have at Skywalker Ranch is the uh, Lucasfilm picnic. Uh, that was the uh, 42nd picnic. Um, and it didn't happen in 20, uh, of course, because of the pandemic. They couldn't do it in 2019 or 2020. Yes. But uh, it was so exciting. They called me, they gave me the call and they said, Mark, we're doing it again. Would you like to return? And I said, let me think about it. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And so let me just paint the picture. So you you, you flew uh, to San Francisco mm -hmm. and at the airport, were you picked up? Did Lucasfilm send you a car to pick you up to take you to the ranch? Uh, no, uh, actually, I fly in and then I just I rent a car myself and I drive in like, uh, you know, like he said, it's about 40 minutes outside of uh, San Francisco. I uh, drove 
over the Golden Gate Bridge, looked over and seen Alcatraz and headed on to uh, Skywalker Ranch. So yeah, I, I uh, take care of everything myself once I, I just have to get there. Okay. And you've been there before or is this your first time? No, I've been there before. This will be my third uh, Lucasfilm picnic. Uh, my first was uh, the 40th, which was in 2018. Uh, I did the Lucasfilm picnic at that point. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. And again, you know, we have not been there. So, you know, we'll ask you some questions about sure. your experience there. Uh, and rumors that I've heard, and I'm not sure if it's true or not, maybe you can let us know. But I heard that the ranch itself, you can't, it's hidden off the road. So when you're driving on the road, you can't see it from the road. Is that true? Or, or can you see it? No, you can't see it at all. Uh, it's it's uh, you take um, <laughs> if you try to find it, it's easy to find because you turn on Lucas Valley Road. <laughs> so it's off of Lucas Valley Road, which interestingly enough has nothing to do with George Lucas. Uh, it's just the name of a, a landowner from uh, a long time ago. Um, but yeah, it, all, the ranch there. Yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> I think when they were trying to decide, they were like, you know what, this is destiny. <laughs> um, so no, you can't really see the ranch. If you know, um, if you know the landmarks, you can see it. And of course, you know uh, there is the address. So you you see like the the stone with the number on it. But there is a it's it's nothing fancy. It's just a gate. You pull up and there's security and you you buzz in and they'll let you in onto the ranch uh, if you have clearance. But no, it's nothing you can see while you're driving in. There's nothing that screams. Uh, Skywalker Ranch or anything like that, or even, or even the winery. Um, just just uh, the property uh, is Skywalker Ranch and Big Rock. So on the property, there is Skywalker Ranch and of course, Skywalker Vineyard. Uh, and so while you're driving there, you I believe you pass the vineyard first and then you get to Skywalker uh, Ranch. Okay, so the first question is, where'd you stay? Ah, I had the privilege of staying at the Skywalker Inn. Um, and that is a, it's a privilege because, um, you know, um, Skywalker Ranch is really like, it's a filmmaker's retreat. Um, it's a very creative place. And uh, a lot of post-production of movies, especially because at the uh, Skywalker Sound Building, um, at the, um, the tech building is the home to Skywalker Sound. So a lot of uh, movies do their uh, post-production there. So you're gonna have a lot of the producers, people working on the music, they're gonna stay at Skywalker Inn. So that's a, an area where it's not open to the public. It's usually for uh, filmmakers and special guests, but uh, because I get to host a picnic, uh, I get to stay there for a few nights. So you qualify as special guests then? <laughs> I qualify as a lucky dude. <laughs> <laughs> You've been there three times, so you're, you're very special. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, that's very cool. So uh, let me just uh, see if I understand, though. But yeah. So I, there is a Victorian home that's yes. called the main house. That's yeah. not the inn, right? Is that a, a totally different home building? Yes, it's a totally different building. So okay. as far as uh, there are a lot of buildings there. So um, I kind of talked to you about a few that I've seen with my yes. own eyes. Um, so what you have is, um, let's talk about when you get inside. You get inside, you go past the gate, they let you in. It's like driving it through into a natural park. You can't really see anything because there's so many trees, old, um, old trees. It's beautiful. Uh, and it's also a real working ranch, but you don't see the ranch just yet. You're driving through, there's a lot of trees, weeping willows. Then you have cobblestone streets with giant redwoods. So it's almost if you've ever been to Mare Woods, it's like driving through Mare Woods. And then you then you can turn off into the inn. And the inn is, it looks like a Victorian Airbnb. Um, so there's different 
parts of it. You know, you have the lobby, which is a building onto itself. Uh, and then you have uh, some different uh, standalone buildings that house like the main kitchen and the rooms that are all around. So it's, if you, if you drove up, it really does look like an Airbnb, a place for guests. Um, and what's unique about the inn is each room is uh, themed after someone that inspired George Lucas. So uh, I got to stay in the, um, in the Orson Welles room and the uh, Frank Lloyd Wright room. And uh, there's a lot of things in the rooms that uh, are themed to that person. So I, you, I learned a lot about Orson Welles. I learned a lot about uh, uh, Frank Lloyd Wright, a lot of his architecture. And it's, it's very unique to stay in there and, and see. Um, you get inspired just walking around. It's very nice. So after that, you can continue driving past the inn and you'll pass the fire station, the firehouse, like you, uh, you said. And then you get to the main house. And when you get to the main house, then you see that Victorian style house. And then you look out and then you can see more of the ranch. You'll see the hills. You'll see some of the olive grove. Um, you'll see the Lake Ewok, which is a man-made lake. And then you can see off to the side, it looks like a um, um, olive grove. Um, and that's where the tech building is. It's designed to look like an olive grove. It's not the actual olive grove that's on Skywalker Ranch, but the front of it is designed to look like a, like a, a vineyard with olives and, uh, and different things like that. So then you have the tech building on that side. So that's what you'll actually see. And if you pass that, pass Lake Ewok, pass the um, tech building, then you'll start to see the ranch area. You'll see the field with the cows and the different animals and things like that. And if you keep going, then you'll get into where you talked about the organic gardens and things like that. Okay. So what are they, I've heard there's a general store there, but what do they sell at the store? Oh yeah, the general store, one of my favorite things to do. So I'll tell you, when I get to Skywalker Ranch, because they're celebrating the picnic, it's for the 4th of July, uh, they tend to close. So everything when I get there is closed. The tech building is closed, everything is closed, even a general store is closed. So what I tend to do is uh, Aileen, who uh, she is the, um, she gives the tours of the main house. You can take a tour of the main house, which I've done on several occasions. Um, and she runs the general store and the curator of the main house. And um, she will kind of keep the store open for me and I'll go. So what they have in the store are very unique things. It's a lot of things with the, uh, you know, you can get the Skywalker Vineyard shirts, Skywalker Ranch shirts. You can get patches uh, from the fire station. I'd like to show you one of the patches right now. Oh, please, yeah. Jacket. Woo. Nice. Huh. So this this patch here. You can get a lot of t-shirts. Yes. Um, a lot of merchandise representing things at the ranch, cups, different things like that. I have some unique cups. Um, and on display, what's really unique, you can't buy these things, but in the general store, they have the um a lot of times companies around Christmas they give um they'll give gifts to the uh employees. Uh so no different for uh, Lucasfilm employees. So on display, you will have the things that Lucasfilm employees got as gifts for Christmas. So there'll be uh, really unique Star Wars things like um, tapestries and uh, mugs celebrating, you know, whatever film they might've been working on that year or just Star Wars in general. So very unique Star Wars memorabilia that's not for sale, but you can see displayed. Um, and also too, because it is a working ranch, you can actually buy, they have uh, Kobe beef. So you could buy, uh, ground beef as well. Um, so 
that's those are the things that you can get at a general store from anything from a computer mouse that says Skywalker Ranch to a bumper sticker, pens and pencils. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go back and talk about the Victoria main house. What is inside the main house, actually? So the main house is, uh, from what I saw when I got the tour, it's uh, really, uh, it's used for uh, office space as well, but it still is set up like a house. Um, so when you get in it, it, it it's beautiful. What, what, I, what I noticed about it when you walk into the main house are the redwood panels. They're beautiful. And apparently they're from the redwoods that were first grown out there. And it was from uh, George Lucas got the wood from a bridge that was being demolished. Um, and, you know, you walk into the, you know, the, the foyer, it's beautiful. But what you notice in the house, too, is uh, the collection of Norman Rockwell paintings is which very, very unique. I think that's one of his favorite artists, of course. Um, and you, you, we get a tour of like you go past different rooms and uh, uh, different areas of the house. But one of the unique things that I see, it's like um, you see some special things. Like one of the most unique things I saw was um, on display was a lightsaber that NASA took into space. It was Luke's lightsaber that they took into space. So that lightsaber actually floated in zero gravity and they, and, uh, they brought it back to him as a gift. Wow. Um, Woo. Yeah, uh, another cool thing was Charlie Chaplin's cane. That was, that was unique. And, uh, and, uh, and some other memorabilia from movies uh, George has uh, directed and produced and written. Um, so, but what stood out the most was, like I said, a lot of the nom uh, Norman Rockwell paintings. Mm -hmm. Now, is there also a library inside the main house? Please yes, there, yes, there is. There is the Lucas Research um, Library. Yes. Um, and I got to go in there and that's really unique. I didn't get to see all of it. Again, uh, the, the things that pop out to me when I walked in for the tour was the uh, stained glass dome ceiling and the wooden spiral staircase. Um, there's a lot of books and um, periodicals. And what it is, which I didn't know, is that uh, it's, a, it's a research library that many people in the movie business can use because it has a large collection of books and magazines and pictures of um, different outfits and anything from the 19th century. So a lot of times what would happen is you can actually rent time in the library if you want to do research. Let's say you're doing a period piece from the 1920s you can go look at what things look like at that time and use it for reference. Um, so um, I'm sure it's online, but I think it's a, it's a collection that was made from a collection they had at Paramount and he got a hold of it and it just kept growing. Um, but one of the most unique things when I was in there, um, the, the Last Jedi had just come out. And when I went to the research library, they had all these books. Aileen showed me the books that were open and she said that uh, Ryan, um, the director was in there and the books were open to pages that show different types of terrain on the planet Earth, like different uh, climates and, and um, top topography. And the pages were open to pictures that inspired what the planets look like in parts of the film. So uh, they kept the books open so you can see like crate, the salt and the red and all these things. They, Look at this, you know, look at this terrain here. And that's what inspired uh, some of the uh, film's uh, imagery for the representation of the planets. So wow. I thought that was really cool. I was just in there nerd now, but trying to be cool. <laughs> okay, wow, that's, that's pretty, that's awesome. So let's talk about the picnic. Yeah, um, can you tell us, you know, I, you know, I know that maybe some confidentiality or, or, or uh, 
things that you may not be able to share with us, but can you tell us who was at the picnic? Yeah, definitely. I can tell you uh, who who's at the picnic. It's all Lucasfilm employees, right? So the picnic is made up of, it's a celebration for the 4th of July. They've been doing it for years, 42 years to be exact. Um, and it's a, it's a collection of uh, employees that work at Lucasfilm and their families. Um, but before I go any further, I have to thank David Collins because David Collins is the person who got me into uh, this amazing uh, thing that I get to do. So, and if you don't know who David Collins is, of course, he's a sound designer for Skywalker Sound and he's a voiceover artist. Yes. Um, but also at Celebration, he's one of the main stage hosts. So uh, it's usually um, Amy Radcliffe, uh, David Collins, and uh, the main stage host, the main stage host, which is usually um, Warwick Davis. Yes. But back back in the day, it used to be um, it was Jay Lagaya who was in Star Wars as Captain Typho, um, part of uh, Queen Amidala's security force. Then it went to James Arnold Taylor, and then uh, then currently it is um, uh, Warwick Davis. So I met him doing celebration. And uh, I didn't work at the stage he worked at because I did the main stage. There's usually three stages. One stage covers a lot of the sound design, which will be run by and hosted by David. Then a lot of the books and different things would be, that would be Amy. And then a lot of the, uh, the live action would be, the, uh, would be Warwick. But I had to do something at Dave's stage and that's how we met. So we met and we hit it off pretty good. He's very, very friendly um, and very fun to work with. And then one day he just said, hey, Mark, you know, I do this thing and, uh, I think you'd be really good at it. It happens at um, um, Skywalker Ranch and it's the picnic and they just need a games host. And I thought you'd be good. So all you have to do is just, uh, you know, you just have to make it to Skywalker Ranch and you can do it. You know, and I was like, uh, I said, yeah, no worries. So I need to thank David Collins for giving me, uh, passing the torch to me to uh, host the picnic. So thank you, Dave. <laughs> And it's been great ever since. Yeah, I'm very familiar with David Collins, uh, actually. Oh. He's a musician as well. And yes. he does a podcast. Well, he hasn't been doing it lately. I I, I think he's just very busy, uh, mm -hmm. called The Soundtrack Show, yeah, where he okay. just go over different scores of, of different films. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very familiar with David Collins. He's yeah, very he talented. Yeah. And now he's Emmy nominated, so. <laughs> there you have it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so at the picnic, there'll be a lot of... Um, um, Lucasfilm employees um, and the, some of the standouts I see I get to talk to he's become a friend of mine and and all these people have become friends except Dave Filoni I, I've seen Dave Filoni there I can't call Dave Filoni a friend even though we talk um, but I can call a friend Leland Chi uh, are you familiar with Leland Chi um, yes we are yes indeed uh, and uh, um, uh, Doug Chang Doug VP Chang, of yes. Lucasfilm yes Doug Chang uh, mm -hmm. him, him and his family and his wife who I believe used to work for Lucasfilm as well. Um, I'm not sure if she still works for Lucasfilm, but I know she definitely used to because she, when I first met her, she was telling me stories about it. It's a very windy road to get up to the uh, to uh, Skywalker Ranch. So I, we were, she was sharing that having to drive up that windy road every day uh, was a challenge. Um, but uh, yeah, so Dave Filoni, I've seen um, Leland Chi and um, and and um, Doug Chang, but. What I see too is I see them being excited to see people I don't know. So, you know, so that's really cool to see, you know, Dave, you know, Dave Filoni being excited about, you know, who that is, that is so and so, and, you know, talking about who this person is and how in, uh, influential they were in Lucasfilm's um, storyline. So 
That's a lot of fun. So those are the people I see. And then a lot of other people, there's people I've met that work with live action, working on the uh, TV shows now, uh, people in, in sound design, people in, uh, you know, effects, you know, all, all those different things. So um, it's, it's an eclectic mix of those people that work at Lucasfilm. When you're having conversations with people like Doug Chang and Leland Chi, what are you talking about? Is it, is it about work or is it about family? Or is it just any old thing you could think of off the top of your head that you used to talk about? Yeah, you know, because because I uh, a lot most of my career is at Walt Disney World, and I meet a lot of celebrities and famous people. One of the big things they tell us uh, when we're at Disney is like, you know, if you meet a celebrity and because we're at work, they want to feel like they're not at work. So they really have ingrained in this not to talk about. Them. You know, you could talk to them, but don't. Don't ask them for an autograph. Don't ask them about, hey, when that movie, this, that, and the other. It's not the time or the place. So I take that philosophy to uh, what I'm doing as well. They're there with their families. They want to. They want to feel relaxed. So I really, I don't. I really try not to talk to them about anything Star Wars. For the most part, you know, I've met. I met Dave when he got his uh, his promotion. Uh, the quickest I'll say, hey, Dave, baloney man, congratulations. I love what you're doing. You know, so I'll say things like that, but I won't really get into talking about Star Wars. Uh, the only person I will do that with is Leland because he's a good friend of mine. Uh, but for everyone else, I just try to uh, just talk to them about what's going on around us, you know, and just talk to their family. It's just, you know, just normal talking. Uh, but I really don't get into, uh, even though I want to, yeah, I don't. Of course, yeah, yeah. You really have to reserve yourself and try not to. Yeah, and it's not easy, but I, I, really, tr I really try to give them that respect and know that they're there with their family. And it is a day of not work. Yeah, yeah. How about the food? How was the food? What type of food did they serve at the picnic? The food is good. They have catering. So it's like, uh, if you're vegan, they have vegan uh, selections. And of course, it's a barbecue. So you got your, you got your uh, hot dogs and hamburgers, and barbecue chicken. There's also a potluck. So a lot of people will bring uh, their own food. And sometimes the food have funny names, like Star Wars names and stuff. Uh, they'll bring like a ice cream truck to give out ice cream and snow cones. Uh, so it's, it's a really big party. There's usually bands playing music and things like that. He's uh, like a kid's biggest dream. It is. It is. You get to, you know, ice cream and it's like ice cream truck and you can just keep going back and get more ice cream. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Yeah. What, and what type of games do you play? Is it contests or is it just people doing their own thing or is it an organized game? Yeah, it's everything. So uh, they'll have uh, they have an area for toddlers, like little uh, you know games that pertain to to younger children. Then they have another interactive game system where you have your know, your life size oversized Jenga and chess and checkers, different things like that. But and but my job is as the games host. I work with the games team. Is to uh, we have let me see a few big ones. We have the uh, raft races. On Lake Ewok, we have the egg toss. Uh, the, the, we have a we have a, uh, a children's egg toss and an adult egg toss. Then we have a children's tug of war and an adult tug of war. Uh, so those are the games I tend to uh, uh, host and facilitate. And and those are at certain times. So I'm walking around just saying, hey, don't forget, you know, at 11:30 is the children's egg toss. We need kids 12 and under. And I'm I'm just gathering people, being the pipe piper to get people to those locations to play those games and, and people love them. Everybody gathers around. So games are constantly going on, you know, uh, hacky sack and uh, cornhole and all those things. But uh, but those are the main games that I would uh, facilitate. 
Okay, and final question. What rules did you have to follow? Like, what are the do's and don'ts? Ah, great question. So the do's and don'ts are, uh, when you're on property, um, you cannot take pictures of anything inside of the buildings. Uh, so no indoor pictures. Uh, and if you do take pictures, there are certain areas where you can take pictures, but someone from your party has to be in the photo. Uh, so, you know, you can take a picture of you and your, your, your friend or whatever, or just you in front of the main house, in front of Lake Ewok, but you cannot post anything on social media. So they're very strict about that. For the picnic, however, they do have one location where it has to sign. It says, you know, uh, the annual uh, um, Lucasfilm picnic. They allow you to take pictures there. You can take pictures in front of the fire trucks because they have the fire trucks lined up. And I believe for that day, I believe they're a little lax and you can post those pictures on social media in those specific locations. I'm not telling anyone to do that. I think they, but they are for the picnic and you know it's a picnic. I think they're okay with people sharing those images on, uh, on social media. But for the most part, they do not allow any pictures you take on social media even though you can find tons of them. <laughs> right. um, so any pictures I take, I have some that I took, but I'm in the picture. And then for me personally, that I have in my, uh, as memories. Okay. And, and I did see, uh, you did post some pictures on your Facebook page. Um, there was uh, one picture in particular, I didn't know whether it was taken at Skywalker Ranch or was it separate, but I saw you took a picture of um, you and Barbara with Steve Sansweet. Yes. Rancho Obi-Wan. Now, is that near the, the ranch or is that just someplace separate? Yeah, it's pretty. It's uh, it's uh, um, it's uh, probably about, I think, 30 minutes away from the ranch. Uh, it's not far. So that was me and uh, 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 Barbara and Steve Sansweet, who was the largest collection of Star Wars memorabilia and uh, in a museum called Rancho Obi-Wan. So you can do tours there. Um, so, yeah, it's not far. So it's something I tend to do. You know, if I get there, he's another friend of mine. So I'll try to connect with Steve when I get out there um, and meet up with him. So, yeah, so that was at Rancho Obi-Wan. Got it. Got it. That's very cool. Uh, I'll tell you a, a cool story. Yes. Is that, um, a cool story is I think the the first year I did uh, the Skywalker, uh, the Lucasfilm picnic, um, I was with um, Eileen and she was with, a, 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 I forget the woman's name, but another lady. And she was just talking. She goes, okay, Mark's hosting the games at the uh, Lucasfilm picnic. She goes, yeah, I remember the first one. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I, I put it together. And I said, whoa. So I'm like, wow, this lady put together the first ever Lucasfilm picnic. And she said, yeah, I remember I was just sitting there. And it was, uh, I remember it was Stephen, Francis, and George. And she was just talking about them sitting. And after a while, I was like, because I, I was, wait a minute. I said, you mean like, you mean Steven Spielberg? She goes, yeah. I said, and you mean Francis Ford Coppola? She goes, yeah. And I and I was like, and George Lucas? So she was just telling stories about the picnic and, and how it grew and stuff. But I was just like amazed that she was just sitting there going. And she, I think she was actually George Lucas's first secretary working at the main house when, it, when he was working there, actually, you know, uh, early on, uh, when they were still writing the movies, you know, the films in that main house. So I thought that was really really cool piece of uh, Star Wars history to get to meet and talk to. What about the uh, the Yoda statue? Is that near the ranch as well? Okay, so at the ranch, they have the the, uh, the Skywalker vineyards. And I, I've never been to the winery, 
Um, I believe there's a Yoda statue at the winery, but there's not one at Skywalker Ranch that I that we know that you could take a picture in front of. Okay. Um, uh, there could be one indoors, but from what I've seen, I've I've not seen a picture uh, a statue the size of that you see at Lucasfilm, which is in San Francisco. That's where the statue is that everyone takes pictures in front of. And I believe there's one at the winery, but I'm not sure. But there's there's not one at um, at the ranch. Got it. Got it. Wow, this is pretty cool. And you were there, and you left the day after Fourth of July. So yeah. So what I tend to do is I get I I, I fly in. I get there Friday. I stay Friday night. I do the uh, at the inn, and then I do the picnic on Saturday, and then um, and then I. Uh, spend the night and I leave Sunday and then I, I make a day of it. I'll go into Mayor Woods or like, like Figgy. I want to figure to meet a lot of the people. So we went to meet Steve Sansweet and different things like that. Um, and you can, you can, so places you can tour if you do go there is the tech building and the main house. I have not, like I said, when I go, it's closed. So I've not been in the main house. Aileen would actually take me into the main house. Sorry. I've not been into the tech building, but the tech building is also known for having the best movie theater in the world. It's the best theater because it has the most uh, advanced sound system, you know. So that would be something cool to uh, actually see. I've been to the theater inside Lucasfilm uh, in San Francisco, which is another very state-of-the-art theater. But I've not been to the one in particular. Well, this was very nice. I mean, I, I'm, as you're giving us the tour i'm just painting a picture in my head of what this all looks like and i know they're so by yeah. whenever i hear victorian house i just picture those old forts at valley forge right yeah right we have a few of those here in our area yeah and i you could you have to look you know hard to find it but you know if you google skywalker ranch there are a couple of photos you can find of the home you know just you yeah. know someone who's never been there can get an idea of what it looks like and you know I, George Lucas in the past have done a couple of interviews from his ranch you know he does not live there obviously um but I mean, yeah too easy to find right <laughs> everybody would just come break it down the door like George Lucas right George right Lucas. He, would, he would not have any type of privacy no yeah. and he would just he would just have to go to hiding at that point <laughs> Definitely. So, Mark, do you have any upcoming projects? Anything you're working on? Uh, yeah, I'm getting ready to. Uh, you, um, I'm actually. I think you asked me earlier. I'm going to be part of the D23 Expo. Oh, you are next month. Yeah, so um, we're going to live stream a lot of the content, and uh, so we're working it now. Um, we have a production meeting coming up next week, so uh, it's going to be me, Ashley Eckstein, and Brett Iwin. We're going to be. I'll be working with them. And we're going to be uh, uh, doing a lot of the uh, live streamed events. So uh, we, I can't wait to see what that's going to be all about. So that's that's next for me. Well, Mark, you've come to the right place. Okay. Yes, so. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and now what Star Wars are you looking forward to? But wait a minute. <laughs> well, let's go back to D23. Uh, is there anything that you can share about what we can expect that we can? So is it on, when does it start? Is it starting on the Saturday or is it starting on the Friday? Uh, I believe it starts on the Friday. Usually, let's see here. Um, uh, usually, it starts on the Friday. Okay. And then okay. goes through the weekend. Yeah. So, right. But, I, but don't quote me on that because I'm still in production mode. So for me, it starts like, um, you know, that Tuesday. Right. Uh, so yeah. 
So, so they have a Disney Plus day, which I believe is the Friday or the Thursday. Um, I don't have a calendar in front of me. So there's Disney Plus day. Is that a part of D23 or is that separate? You know, to be honest with you, I, as far as content right now and what they're uh, actually advertising, I don't know anything. Okay. Uh, as of yet. So I'm basically until I get to that production meeting. Okay. I'll know, but I, but I do see the advertisements and I know they have like a Disney plus day and they have like a, a Hulu day and different things like that. So I'm not sure, right. but Hulu. I believe it's all going to be part of D23. Got it. Okay. Okay. And yeah, right. Disney what, 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 yes. Disney owns Hulu. What? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're a part of the, the umbrella ABC. Hulu. Oh, yeah. yeah. ESPN, Disney Plus, yeah. Disney is so powerful. Yes. <laughs> like everybody has Disney Plus. And, and that's why Mark Daniels is so powerful. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm excited because, you know. Why you have not, the force. Yes. <laughs> the force. It's, it's, well, we all have. Well, we all, it, it penetrates it us. It binds us. So we're all together. It um, yeah, I'm excited because they're going to have, uh, um, that just gives it uh, more content for more celebrities. Hmm. You know, because, you know, Prey is out. Prey, my, well, I know yes. we're talking about Skywalker Ranch, but I need to say that yes. Prey came out. Yes. The fifth, and that's on Hulu. Yes, yeah. right. So I really enjoyed it. Yes, exactly. And I know you're a fan of Predator. So tell us about, um, you know, I, I think you are um, writing or writing articles or you do reviews. You can, can you tell us about that. Yeah, so I had the honor for Attractions Magazine. They asked me, because they know I'm a fan, to write the review, spoiler-free review of Prey, because mm -hmm. they had the press packet. So they were able to see it early and review it. So I said, Mark, would you mind reviewing it? So I, I, I was able to review it, and I wrote uh, an article on the uh, spoiler-free review of Prey. Mm -hmm. and, and then I was able to attend a virtual press event, and I also wrote about the press event as well. Um, so... I enjoy Prey. I, I'm a big fan of the 1987 Predator. Mm -hmm. And uh, a fan of it for many reasons. It's one of the reasons why I really love Predator is a few things. One, it's the first time I watched a movie and I thought about the cinematography. I just couldn't understand how the camera was moving through the jungle. Um, that really made me start thinking about movie production. I never thought about anything like that before. And I was also trying to find my place. I really love doing special effects makeup, but there was no one that looked like me that was doing it. I loved Freddy Krueger. I loved, you know, all the, but what I loved about Freddy Krueger was the makeup. I loved how they did the makeup effects. So I was really into uh, makeup artists like Dick Smith and Rick Baker. But again, there was nobody that looked like me in the business. No problem, I'm watching it. And then one day I got to see a making of the Predator and they showed the predator, which I loved the movie and I loved the creature, but it was a black man in the suit. About that. And that blew my mind. That's the first time I was like, wait a minute. I didn't know this was cool for me to like, but here's a black man in the makeup, in the suit, bringing it to life. And that really inspired me to continue to do what I do. So predator means a lot to me because of what I saw and what I liked about it and how it inspired me. So, um, and not only that, I love the film. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger, but there's a lot of elements to why I love Predator and to watch Predator and for the fact that they chose to tell the story from a native First Nations people point of view and make it very authentic to that time period and those people 
there might be people like me going, whoa, look at this, it's native, it's a native person, I get it. And I remember what that feeling was like when I saw Kevin Peter Hall, a black man in the suit to let me know it's okay to like sci-fi. You know, here's somebody that looks like you and he's doing well. So those are the things. And that's what I really love about this film as well, the inclusiveness. Yeah. If you're okay with it, we could put a link to your review. We can add that to uh, to our YouTube channel and let people know that it's out there and they should read it. I read it. Um, I still have not yet seen Prey, but I am interested in seeing it after reading your review. So thank you for that. Yes, and I will not be partaking in that. Right. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It's, it's, it, is, it is rated R, I believe. <laughs> yes. yes. All right. And just to wrap it up, you have this question here. Yeah, like I was saying, what are some Star Wars projects that you're looking forward to? Star Wars project. I'm really looking forward to Andor, um, very much so. Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars film. Yes, hands down. I believe we talked about it, uh, Cohen. Yes. I, and 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 the reason I know for a fact it's my favorite Star Wars film because of Star Wars. It's because of Star. I think it was that it was the the perfect vehicle to put everything I love about Star Wars in, shake it up, and give it to. Me. Um, so I really love the grittiness of Rogue One. So I'm looking forward to the grittiness of Andor to see the Empire as these um, colonists, as this, you know, as this giant machine that no one can stop, yeah. you know, but you have this ragtag bunch trying to get in there and stop it. Um, so I'm curious to see Saul Guerrero again. One of my, I liked him. So I'm very much looking forward to Andor. All right. Well, Thank you very much for this, Mark. We really enjoyed talking about Skywalker Ranch. Thanks and for coming back, by the way. Yeah, this was oh. awesome. You know, we we you know we we can have you back as long as you want to be. <laughs> so thank you so much. Where can people find you? You can find me on my website, markdanielcomedy.com. You can also find me at LOL, the number four, Mark Daniel on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And, uh, and on my YouTube channel is LOL, the number four, Mark Daniel. Yeah. Wonderful. And, and for our viewers, I'm pretty sure you already know where to find us. But for those who are new, let me recap. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Podcast Addict, basically wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Check out our socials, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at Bothersight Galaxy. Please do check out our Patreon and try to donate to at least one of our tiers. And if you can't donate monetarily, just please continue to subscribe to our channel. Help us get all the way to 501. We're very close. And then check out our Spricker page as well. And our website, FatherSideGalaxy.com. All right. I think we covered it. So, Mark, thank you again. We look forward to seeing you at D23. Yes, indeed. Thank you for tuning in. And thanks for having me back again. Uh, it was a pleasure talking about uh, Skywalker Ranch and my time there. Um, and I would end by saying that Skywalker Ranch, the one thing I love about it most and why I would love to go back every time, it is a very tranquil place. You can see the creativity. Um, it is beautiful. It is, uh, it's a place that is very natural looks very much like nature and the place that surrounds it and it's just calming and i love going back and i, I like looking and relaxing by lakey walk so it's it's a a very relaxing and uh inspirational place wonderful it's wonderful to hear thank you thank you so much 
All right. Well, once again, Mark Daniel of Disney fame. Thank you for joining us. It's always a pleasure to have you on for everyone else. Until next time, take care and, and we will we'll see, see you again. again.